Good morning, I'm Tom Robinson with sports. Full slate of high school volleyball games on tap for tonight. And Xavier EHK takes the court tonight against Boyer Valley. Zach Collins has this report. Exira EH gave 6 of 8 on the season, returned to the floor tonight after their 3 to nothing loss to the Cam Cougars on Tuesday. The Spartans were able to stay tight in the scoring column against a 10 and 6 Cam Cougars team. Tonight, the Spartans will be taking on Boyer Valley, who's 16 and 5 overall in the season and a Rolling Valley Conference matchup at home, and is one that the Spartans have a chance to increase their record at the end of the night. Xyra EHK is led by Jalen Peterson with 97 kills, 20 aces, and 20 blocks on the season. She is followed by assist leader Brooklyn Flathers with 118 assists and is second in blocks with 10. Taryn Peterson and Maine Jorgensen both have 43 kills each on the season, while Peterson has earned a team-high 46 digs and Jorgensen has earned 43 total digs on the season. The Spartans are looking to continue to serve tough in games as they're serving 90% this season. Boyer Valley is currently leading the Rolling Valley Conference, and that is due to outside hitter Jessica O'Day. She is leading the team in kills with 167 and in serving percentage with 97.7%. O'Day is followed by Gwen Nielsen, who is second on the team in kills with 157 and in digs with 190, and leads the team in serving aces with 46. Leading the Bulldogs in digs is Maria Puck with 242 and is second on the team in aces with 29. Rounding things out for Boyer Valley is setter Lauren Malone as she has 346 assists on the season while accumulating 27 aces. Tonight's match will be broadcasted live on KSOM 96.5 FM or right on our website at westerniowatoday.com. Myself, Zach Callens, and Austin West will be on the call with a pregame show starting around 5.45 p.m. I'm Zach Collins reporting. The Atlantic football team starts district play on the road at Knoxville tomorrow night. The Trojans want to turn things around after a 1-3 record and a demanding non-district schedule. After falling short in the first two outings, Knoxville enters the contest with two straight wins. Atlantic head coach Joe Brummer. The second part of the season, you know, kind of not that the first part didn't matter, but, you know, we got to put into practice what we've learned so far. So it's definitely an exciting time because it's a new game, new week, uh, new district play that hopefully we start 1-0. Despite the loss to Winterset last week, the defense played their best game. The defense looked a lot better. Uh, we played very well. Uh, they only gave up realistically 12 points because uh, we had a safety on offense and then a pick six um, that we put the defense in some tough spots that they really answered. We had a couple turnovers inside our own 50 that they got stops on. Uh, that We need that again this week. Uh, Knoxville's loaded on offense. They're really, really good. Uh, they have a very good wide receiver, very good quarterback duo. Um, they want to spread the ball out and chuck it deep. Knoxville quarterback Noah Kiefer has thrown for 553 yards and nine touchdowns. The leading receiver is Kobe Higginbotham. The junior has 16 catches for 251 yards. Big, he's athletic. He's the junior of the group um, uh, with Kiefer being a senior that, um, you know, they did a really good job. of. They want to spread the ball out um, as much as possible there and get their athletes in space. You know, they're trying to get that singled up match up there when they go spread and you know they do a really good job of throwing the ball to uh, 82. Coach Bummer says it will be essential to get pressure on the quarterback. You gotta get a pass rush you know you, you can't feel comfortable back there they can't be super relaxed otherwise they're gonna pick you apart. Um, that it kind of starts getting some pressure up front making them feel uncomfortable and then changing some things defensively um, look one way play another to try to get some uh, turnovers. And Coach Brummer says offensively, the Trojans need to get the running game cranked up. 
Gavin McLaren leads the team in rushing with 31 carries for 260 yards, and Dante Henrington, 29 carries for 188. It's the tempo of the game, you know. Um, if we can control the clock, it keeps the offense off the field. If you can run the ball consistently, it's a great defense. Um, it keeps you in games. I mean, that's how we lost the last one. Winner set control the line of scrimmage. They won field position, and we didn't score. That's a recipe for a really good football team. Coach Brummer says this week's theme is to improve, begin a family dynamic, and be all in. The game will be broadcast on westerniowatoday.com, KS957, and the radio at 95.7 FM. The pregame show starts at 6, and the kickoff is at 7. Ottoman football continues to adapt, improvise, and win. Zach Collins has this preview. The Audubon Wheelers know how to win games as they now have won three straight games after their 66-48 win over St. Edmund. Head coach Sean Burks credits his team on the offensive line as they have been versatile on the lines and have been able to play tough in those positions. Yeah, you know, we talked about as a a staff and with our kids, we knew what kind of test Cam was going to be out of the gate, and there's a reason we scheduled them. And same thing with Xavier HK. We knew they'd both be good tests. They'd both be good, you know, perennial programs you want to play. So in this day and age when the non-district – has no bearing on your on your playoff standings. You want someone that's going to get you ready for district play so that you're texting. So, you know, kudos to Cam for coming in week one and taking it to us. And we found out that maybe you know, we had some personnel in the wrong spots and we you know, really need to shore some different things up. And I feel like we've had a really good mentality since then of getting better day by day, you know, just kind of staying in the keeping our focus where we need to. And I think we've shown some steady growth offensively. I think the, you know, probably the main thing is we finally, this week, we finally had the same offensive line back-to-back weeks for the first time. For week one, we had Sully playing, and he got injured. Week two, we had Isaac playing. He's been injured. Um, then week three and week four, we, we've rolled with the same guys. And, you know, it's it's not the whole answer, but it's a big reason why we've run for 400-plus yards both days and hung 50-plus points up back-to-back. It's give a lot of credit to the guys up front. Audubon relies on these sweeping action on the outsides and started off slowly this season, but has been able to adapt and get better as the season progresses. Evan Alt has developed as a runner as he rushed for just 36 combined rushing yards in weeks one and two. Just in the last game alone against St. Edmund, the senior rushed for 237 yards and has been patient and utilized the blocking coverage. The, the big thing with Evan is, is running our outside pin pull buck sweep action. And we just we couldn't get it blocked right early in the year. We were struggling to, to get guards out to the second and third level. Our tight ends and our wings were struggling on who was getting the, who was getting the seal and who was climbing. But we've, we've kind of figured out some of that, and that's really been a big difference. When, when those guys block it cleanly, either Austin or Edward gets the edge sealed, and now our guards can get around their edge, and, and then they can climb, and we get guard on a corner or guard on a safety or guard wrapping the backer, and then Evan does a really good job of staying patient he knows where that alley is going to be and then he puts his foot in the ground and and then we're and then we're off and then teams start to suck in and then we wrap them and, and evan gets the sideline or then they start to stretch out and we, we cut it up inside and then there's a major cutback lane and, and evan's done a really good job of that i think the best thing for him so far has really been his patience and his vision uh and, and just as a team starting to figure out how to block it against different schemes so that's been really big because, you know, once we establish Evan, then Aaron can pull it Aaron can pull it and throw it. You know, our little shovel option back to Austin opens up. It really opens up everybody else. So I think that's been a really, really big for us getting that established. In terms of their improvement, the Wheelers have been eliminating their mistakes and have been able to adapt and improvise. Coach Burks has seen this improvement as the reps continue and the mistakes fade away. 
just a matter of getting reps against different looks and understanding, hey, I remember when a team did this, this is what our, our, our response was. And and we've done a good job of, of getting, kind of eliminating those mistakes and those question marks. This week, Audubon is taking on a one-of-three Coon Rapids Bayer team that relies on the playing ability of quarterback Wyatt Oswald. He has thrown for over 400 yards and has rushed for 200 yards in four weeks of play. The Wheelers are going to focus on keeping Oswald in the pocket and keep him contained on the run. Yeah, the big thing with Wyatt uh, is he's an athlete. You know, and he's, a, he's an athlete at quarterback. You know, that's what a lot of eight-man teams do. Where he's really excelled is when he gets out of the pocket and it kind of creates on his own. And that's something where that was a focus last week for us with St. Ed's. And it, it, at times it was okay. He didn't scramble a ton. But then he stayed in the pocket and threw it all over the place on us. So you're going to pick your poison with Wyatt. And you can't let him do both. You can't let him run around and buy time and then decide to put his foot in the ground or then, you know, decide to make a throw. Uh, their skill guys are just too good. You just you can't let them have all day. We can't expect their coverage to come all day so it's going to be a really big week for our d-line to keep him contained and, that, and then get to him it's not good enough to just keep him in the box and, and not rush and let him stand in the pocket at the same time you can't pin your ears back and flush him out and let him go kind of have you know some backyard football stuff where he scrambles out and then you know linebackers are in no man's land corners are in no man's land you come up he throws it over top you drop back he runs it for a big game uh, it's, it's a big challenge this week to keep him contained in, in both the pass and the run there's going to be plays made we just have to try to limit it Audubon will travel to Coon Rapids Baird for the Crusaders' homecoming game underneath the lights. I'm Zach Collins reporting. And Caitlin Clark has been named the winner of the 93rd AAU James E. Sullivan Award. The award is judged by the AAU Sullivan Award Committee, AAU Board of Directors, Sports Media, and past winners. Clark is now just the second Hawkeye to win the award after Spencer Lee won the distinction for Iowa wrestling in 2019. More sports on the web at westerniowatoday.com.